0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Off The Top Row Podcast. I'm one-fourth of your host, Lizzie. Unfortunately, some of my main co-hosts are not here with me. Some of them are probably drinking lolly gagging with their girlfriends or wives and God knows what. And you know, children. <laughs> Nonetheless, but I'm not I'm not alone yet again. And then, you know, we got um how are we gonna say this? If you was coming in as an NWO based on order, you would have to be six pack right by now. So yeah. So I, I was gonna say more like Grant. No, we can't say horse. Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 6 Park in the case. So, 6 Park is our crew crew from Brooklyn, New York. What's up, bro? Welcome What's back again.
1: On? What's going on? Let's get this, get right to this.
0: Okay. I had to take a real quick, a little sip, sip, real quick. Before we get into um, NXT, supposedly NXT TakeOver USA. Yes, yes, yes. So, we're going to just shout out of the platform real quick, anchor.fm. dot Thank you guys for support. Thank you guys for giving us the platform. If we do our podcast, all the top road podcasts. And more importantly, for the listeners at home, it's free. So if you want to, go to Google Play or iTunes store. You can download it. Anchor A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. If you're doing it from website or via laptop, nonetheless, um free. You make money. Off of uh, sponsorships and with very little um, viewerships, you can still generate a nice little stream of money depending on how you play these cards. Right? That's the way mm-hmm. I'm doing it. But we here? Right here? Right now? And of course, we're going to keep moving forward. The NXT Takeover USA what happened last night at the Performance Center? Taped live and taped, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna just jump right into it. The ver- the first match was for the number one contendership for the NXT Women's Championship. My gosh, Allie Flair! Um a <laughs> six match. It was between Io Shirai versus Tegan Nox versus Mia Yim versus Chelsea Green versus Dakota Kai versus Candice LeRae, and oof, jeez. I mean, eat I mean, I w I kinda wish this had a crowd because they could have got some pops and this could have felt a little holy, but I think this just was not working. It just wasn't working from the way that I was looking at it. Like maybe I'm looking at it from a different perspective, but the action I can I can appreciate what they put into it despite about what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. Um you know, from that standpoint, and then you have a great mixture of the female talent in the mass that's getting some shine, gets some national TV spots, and then they can try to do some stuff. So I applaud that. But maybe because of the whole, you know, conversation situation, maybe they don't want to go too far in the stunts. I don't know. But, you know, this ain't WrestleMania season anymore. Now we move forward to a whole new season of WWE as of right now. So I think right now it's more of the him, the reset, by a star, slow, fair where we're going to go, and then we can go full throttle with this shit. Nonetheless, this was a 27-minute match, but the winner of this match was Io Shirai. She finally gets the dub, and now she's going to be number one contender to face Charlotte for the NXT Women's Championship, whenever that comes about. Um... Nonetheless, though so, I mean it was a, i mean, it filled up the time. It filled up time for me. I really was watching this. I was kinda hoping for me and him to actually kinda come up with a dub, but maybe did not gonna push her right now. And I think the whole Dakota Kai, Tegan nice rivalry still going on, maybe that. Um, and they trying to hype up Chelsea Green right about now, but I think she's still got like a little more way to go. I guess they kind of the right team, but it's just feeding her to Charlotte. Like, what else are you gonna do? You're gonna feed the women's locker room to Charlotte and then what? You gotta know you got what to go. The only person that gotta win the title back is either you're gonna bring back Shayna Baszler or it would have to be Rhea Ripley. From the way that I'm viewing it. So but nonetheless, I but, wait, but nonetheless, I'm gonna just finish it. But nonetheless, I give it just a three point five stars. I did write down three point seventy-five, but now because I have to really think about it logically now. I docked down an extra like chip on the star because okay. of my own critique, and when you're art, you gotta critique your own work. So today that's compared true. to yesterday's start, I was like, you know what, nah. So I'm fair with that. So that's my solo key. So that's my confirm. Crew, crew. It's on you. So
1: my only concern with this match is who is going to step up now that Bianca Belair is on Raw, right? That's beneficial. True. Right. True, true. We already, we already know Rhea Ripley, she lost the title and there's some issues with traveling, right? So uh-huh. who is up next that's gonna step up and really compete against Charlotte Flair? Now we already know Charlotte Flair, she is the queen. She eleven time, twelve time women's championship, raw smackdown, NXT. My question is, E.O. Shirai, it was long overdue because remember, she was already frustrated. With NXT, where she was at and whatnot. So I expected her to win this match. I was more, I was really hoping that Mia Young would have won that match um, because she has been that constant superstar that, you know, day in, day out, you know, go out there and put on her best. But mm-hmm. it was expected, Io Shirai. And we already know that Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai, that rivalry is still going to continue. And I'm more for it because I love them two beating the hell out of each other. Um, so the next thing, my thing is that who's gonna step up? My question is that is this gonna be a match where Eosharaya, where she looks good, and then Charlotte Flair wins? Where are they gonna go That's next what I'm with
0: thinking. this? Where is they gonna go
1: next with this? That's the thing.
0: That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, you're basically doing what you did to Oscar. Mm-hmm. There's someone who worked their ass off in, in one brand or one year, well, one brand in this case. Um, it worked up. She had undefeated streak. Even when she came to me, she still had the undefeated streak. And then when she hit Charlotte, the, I feel like what... um who's who, who said it? I think Jim Cornette said something about passing the golden shovel down to Charlotte. <laughs> something like that that someone, that someone in, in whatever episode that I watched earlier today, they said that. And I was like, you know what? That might actually have a real point. Because you look at the whole Ruby situation. We all know that she should have won that. Yeah, Period. Exactly. You, you know, you need another superstar. And then you need a babyface superstar now because you're calling Charlotte a babyface, which we clearly know she's not a babyface. She's a she's, fucking heel. Yeah. Rick, get that in your motherfucking head. The same way how Rick Flair, her father, her his best pro his, his best performances were when he was a heel. Never asked a babyface There's only one particular time he was a babyface, and that was when he was in WWE in the middle when he was in the color of the champion. That was it. That was it. That was it. All his career, he played what? He played a heel. So Charlotte, being the daughter, gotta be able to play the heel, and you guys just solidify that. Okay, okay, fine, you know what? She is our top heel. The same way Becky lives is our top baby face. Now we need our underlings like ladder right here, right now. Like we like we we need that she to come in right now.
1: That's just the longest short of it. But see, the, the concern is that NXT. The way- they, Go
0: ahead. They <laughs> didn't
1: they didn't build up that women's division because when you had Shayna Baszler at that time and she was out there knocking everybody's asses over, they should have built that superstar that you know could take over. That's what it's supposed to be. When somebody gets promoted, the next person up the line for the take. Just like remember when they had Sasha Banks, they had barely they had that good core crop of female wrestlers in NXT that you didn't. If you if they left. You know, you wasn't worried about because you already know. So now that all these superstars, Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley, well, Bianca Belair now is on Raw, Shayna Baszler is probably most likely to be called up. What's next for this women's division in NXT? Because God knows Charlotte Flair cannot be NXT championship, and you expect me to believe that it. Anybody on that roster that's going to knock off her horse.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well... Jesus, I just going to pray they don't really make sure I look bad, especially bringing Charlotte down to try to enhance the talent and then get the spike up and TV range for the Wednesday night war. Then you got you, you, you like that top sound differently and get Eagles pushing the like for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. That's I to say about that. Nonetheless, the next segment after that is the recap. Uh, Finn Balor and Walter's little Feud with um Walter and Imperial. Now, I gotta keep my track on Walter and Imperial for NXT UK. I really gotta start watching these guys a lot more. I'm missing a lot of stuff. No, yeah, do just I just agree. Look. Yeah. They I, just agree. So, I barely even noticed it. I'm like, damn, I'm, so, I'm like, damn, I'm say, can I have enough time to really squeeze it in NXT UK thing? Maybe when I have enough spirit and enough energy, maybe I might ask you what. So as actually, so I'm hoping that they really progress with this whenever that this whole thing, this whole COVID nineteen situation, you know, move forward. Hopefully, I think it really pushes things to the moon. I'm like, yes, let's do this. I'm waiting for this. Um, then the very next segment was another recap. Uh, Ben. Um, I, I forgot what the, I forgot what what this guy thing was. Um, Malcolm. Um, Ma- uh, Malcolm what Yeah, Malcolm my, Malcolm Bivens and his new Bivens Enterprises. And um, the recap of the beatdown that they give Matt Riddle when he was by himself. Obviously, Pete done because of travel issues. He's at home quarantined as he should. So they recapping that before they bring out these guys, which is the Samoas' um, debut, which is they call themselves in the share. Yeah, in the share. In the share. Just you bring it down like industry, just in the share. Some um, I guess in there, um I can't really guess the nationality, but if I can have like a clear shot at this, they got be like somewhere between Roman and um pa- uh, Pakistani, maybe, if anything. Well, nonetheless. Um, this was just a debut match for them, debut tag team match against a team called Evervise. Never heard of them before. <laughs> i mean,
1: the- I think there was two people. They paid to put together and be like, here's your tag team name. Point to the Titan Tron.
0: Go out there and lose. <laughs> and just be, woo, you're getting the TV kind of you want and need, and all this stuff. But, no um, Yeah, in this share, have won by pinfall. They use some double team move from the, um, the top right corner with a 10 minute, uh, 10 minute max time, time span for a debut match. Under these type of circumstances, I gave him pity. I gave him two point two. I, I gave him two point twenty five stars. Only because of pity, because there was no audience. Hmm.
1: It was the squash well, only,
0: match? Or, only because there was no audience. I gave him an extra point twenty five. So in we reality, it would just have get two stars. Just so I can clarify I just, that for the folks at home.
1: I mean, I'm gonna give it a two. Give it two stars. It was a simple squash match, and we already know what they're trying to do when they're going to move them forward so that way we can see the super bros versus this new tag team. Um, so let's see what happens, but let's not forget the undisputed ever is still in NXT and they still should be NXT tag team championship tag team champions. That's just my opinion. So we'll wait for this to over get we we'll, we'll wait for this to be over and see what happens next.
0: Oh, uh, I hope so. I hope so too. What? But we know how this just might transpire. I mean, yeah, we know how this might transpire. And how you know, when they get over down here, they're going to go to one of these rosters, and then, God forbid, this is reminding me of another AOP. I'm sorry. Oh, you
1: actually write right about that. And look how they was underutilized on Raw until they got with the Monday Night Messiah, Seth freaking Rollins. Oh boy.
0: We're gonna move along before they think you're a little bit too <laughs> hasty <laughs> in here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um then we get a video package from Adam Cole addressing Valentine Dream. he never gonna he's basically never gonna let go of this whole baby. Like, come on now. And he's just outside just chilling in the sun. Like, what do they have this shit at right about now? And definitely <laughs> it, definitely not up here in New York and Massachusetts, that's for damn sure. <laughs> um nope. there's basically the high and then they gave us the highlights from the NXT women's championship match in WrestleMania and also the crap. Oh god, I just don't like I mean it was a good match, but I just don't like Charlotte winning this. I was like, I, I still feel like like this that's gonna replay my head. Re, like Ruby should have won. Ruby should have won. Ruby should have won. No matter exactly. what. It's just, I agree. it's just a pretty now are you ready for this? This is the supposedly main event. Well, it's supposedly, I don't know if it wasn't really a, a main event. I thought something else was going to come afterwards. But this really was, oh my God, this was an hour. I counted this shit, including fucking commercials, which it was five commercial breaks that they took. So there was a matter of four minutes each. That's actually 20 minutes. This was a 36, 37 minute match to hmm. so all together within the 9 o'clock, 10 oclock that was all one match nonetheless Johnny Gargano uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa this is the one last bout Gargano pulls up to the arena I did not know Candice LeRae was even his I mean was even his wife I was thrown off by that you like, did that? no I didn't
1: <laughs>
0: no I didn't that's what kind oh, of messed man. it up and then now, as I wrote down some chick in the car Passed him something, he tucked it away, and he walked into the empty arena. H uh, is already in the ring, holding a chair. The public Chamber is already in there. he's waiting. And he both explained to them that you do what you have to do, you do it right here in this ring. This, offici- I mean, this official don't mean shit besides making the count. He has nothing to do with this. This is between y'all. And do whatever you guy do, but after this is over, this is done, this is finished for good. That's it. Like, it ends tonight. That, like, they remember that drop, you know, drops the belt, I you know, drops the chair, walks out, walks out of the arena itself, and the match begins slowly with the pace of uh, face to face. Now, as I wrote down in my notes, this was definitely similar to the last main standing match. Every the movie cinematic feel, they every took the that approach with this match with no title, with, title, with no title on the line, no, uh, just a straight grudge match. We get the whole fight may whole movie fight scene that went longer than expected should none um nonetheless this was this is all over the place. this ended up being going to the outside on top of the performance of the truck um this thing went everywhere to even to when it made a little mockery of um AEW w four gear when they ripped the side of the ring and they tried to do like some crazy stuff on top of it, but they didn't apparently. Um, they just some very dangerous spots, very dangerous spots. I feel like for Tommaso Chambers' standpoint, please don't re-this man. How old is this guy? Like for crying, <laughs> like I mean, like it's already bad enough that he has neck injuries and neck problems as is, like for crying out, wow, you're already gonna do something, this dangerous spot. But they know that they that they didn't execute it there, but if they did have executed that, I probably said, Okay, I'm done, game over. Now you're basically gonna kill the man. And, and this was really talked about, then I guess it probably worked because it had me fooled. Um then as his name kind of settles down, dwells down, you see as John Gargano's wife, Candice LeRae, comes in, tries to stop the both of them in the middle of the try to toss the senses both of them for going any further. And he's like, you know what? Screw you. I gotta do it. I gotta take it in my own hands. So he low blows John Gargano, he fought, fa- he falls to Marshall Champa, and the there kind of st- Shocked and exhausted, Kayser Ray walks away. Think that we seen the last of her, think again. Both men are just battered and bruised looking at each other. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. All sentimentally shit. I wasn't buying that crap. And then we see Kayser Ray come back and roll-blows on Ch- uh, Nonetheless, Johnny just gets up. He pulls out a cup as he plays possum with this. Oh, that's what, and then that's what clicked in my head—the whole Easter egg. Oh, that's what you. Oh, that's what you passed him in the car. You slick little bitch. So this was already talking about. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, he is a vertical arrow. Gargano gets the victory. One, two, three. One hour! Exclamation point! I wrote one hour! Exclamation point! It's like seriously, um, I wrote too long. Especially too long. Yeah, I brought too long. three exclamation points. They tried the same thing as WrestleMania 6 with the big match feel. It kinda worked. It kinda did it. And especially when they went outside, like, come on now. That should have been like over the top now. We didn't see engine ready or do the same thing and they're like, but they didn't go outside the building. They were still within the facility and shit like that. You went actually outside on top of some on top of a performance truck and then try to do some stuff. Nonetheless, because of the stupid animosity, you may really have to sit here to do this crap. But at the end of the match, Gargano just bruised up. He walks away with his wife, went back to the car. But then, as you see in another car parked, you see Killer Cross is sitting there with some chick in the car, scoping them out. Mm-hmm. So, a continuation, or he's scoping out the competition. Maybe there might be a new alliance. Maybe it might be some forgery here. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what could happen with this whole Tiller Cross thing. Nonetheless, I give the whole match itself a 3.5. Not any more than that. Pretty solid grading from my standpoint because you made me way too goddamn long. The only reason why I'm only being able to watch an hour worth of wrestling is it was a 60 minute Iron Man match. WrestleMania 12. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, look it up, ladies and gentlemen. You'll see what I'm talking about. And that's the end of my, mm. yeah, and that's the end of my rant. And that was the end of the show. Crew, crew, it's on you.
1: So I would say, you ever seen them harm? You ever seen movies that they make sequels and you know that, you know this should not be a sequel. It should have already ended two, three movies ago. Mm-hmm. This is a prime example. Okay. <clears throat> the last match that, I watched between them for the NXT championship. I think before his neck injury, that match was one of the greatest NXT match of all times. They nearly almost killed each other. And this match here, I felt like it went on for too long. It dragged on for too long. And the most important thing that it was, it would have been a lot better if it was a crowd, but I don't know. I just felt like this thing just went on for too long. I was really confused with the chore- the choreography of the match of who put this together. I know this was taped earlier, but this went on far too long. I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of both superstars. Don't get me wrong with that. But this match went on way too long. One hour. Nah, that was too long. And I feel like it wasn't one of their greatest matches that they put on. This felt like This was, okay, meet me in the parking lot. We're going to settle our beef. How about that? And (laughs) Yeah. And that was it. It was just like, bro, like, this, what? Now, I know, I bet you for sure. This was an NXT takeover. Well, this was NXT TakeOver. But if it was an arena full of people and crowd, they would have put on a show. I just feel like this was too much. And then I was like, bro, like, I already watched Edge and Randy Orton nearly kill each other in the ring. And that went on for too long. And I'm being reminded of this shit again. Nah, they should have just cut this short. Um, they shouldn't even have this match, to be honest with you, because they're both of the two top male superstars in NXT. So how are they not going to compete against each other again? So we'll shall see. But it went on for too long and I wasn't a fan of it. And I'm just curious to see what's going ha- what's to what's happen next for these superstars because i definitely like to see Johnny Gargano you know, be NXT champion, you know, and have a decent run as opposed to the last one that he had, which ended before I, you know, could close my eyes.
0: He's probably gonna he's probably gonna cut a promo next week and call it a day. He's gonna move on to something when they're gonna try to build a new a new rivalry from whatever else. But no, no, was show, But that match went on too long. Too long. Too long. As I wrote down my sheet, too. Too long. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the end of the show. That was the end of the um, WWE NXT Takeover USA. You didn't feel a little damn takeover. I feel like a hostage negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, before we end the show, we're going to play the quick game, the fancy booking game. Crew, Crew, and me, we already know the rules. Y'all should know the rules, too. Y'all choose the segment. We choose the segment. We, uh, we're going to pick one. We're going to change it. Any way that we see fit, and we're going to explain why. And I'm just going to get straight to the goddamn point. Um, That mat- that last match, uh, out of all damn things, should not have been done by a pinfall. This should have continued on to the following week. I felt if you was going to reveal um, the exposed wood from the ring, you both could have done some crazy things, and then it could have been Candace and Ray that could have caused both of you all to fall and done something really crazy, and then boom, that's how you end the show, to be continued. I didn't kind of need to see a definite winner, because even if I did, I felt like you could have pulled the rule book one more time, like, you know what, oh, yeah, just we thought it was over? Now nah, we got one more little thing in store. One more tiny bit one in store they just try to keep the fans to keep coming back to watch NXT to build a better mousetrap, as 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 Biz would say. Oh, just uh, oh, just hmm. oh, just uh, oh, just that uh, you thought it was over. Think again. Tune in next week to see what is similar, what could happen. But definitely, definitely, they could have cut down, and they was really going to do it for that one whole hour. Did that hour, but they have a very dangerous finish. The same way how We've seen oh, Kenny, yeah. o- Kenny Omega versus John Moxley when he came to full gear. Oh, that. Whew. Yeah, like if you're going to do that, that's why I'm referencing that. If you're going to do that, at least with AEW, when it when did that angle, that was the finish. So there was no getting up from that. So, which means you're human. So, if they were done a similar thing and then in the similar state, then I probably say, okay, that makes sense. Now it could go either way or they both can be knocked out. And the referee will have to be, yo, the thing's done. That's all I got to say about that. Crew, what you think?
1: So, I'm going to go a different approach because earlier I stated, you know, I wanted Mia Young to win and that match was too long. My concern is with NXT is the whole booking. I understand that, you know, the times that we are in and the situation is a lot different now because, you know, superstars are unable to travel. But my thing is the continuity of the storylines. Like, I'm just looking forward to like, all right, we're just plugging people in that don't even fit the fit the hole. Like, so my concern is like they need to do a better job with the booking and need to a better job, but try to do their best to continue the storylines. And if not, I agree with what happened earlier in WWE the bump where William Regal stripped um, Jordan of the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Like, do something exciting so that way we can, I can really you know get into the product more. And I just feel like. AEW is just doing a better job, and you know the situation that we're in than what NXT. And despite most of their wrestlers live in Orlando, they should have done a better job putting a better product on. Okay. So booking needs to be done a lot better.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's the end of our show. That's the end of the WWE NXT Takeover USA recap from last night crew crew. I'll let to think think you you. For taking the time off to <laughs> listen, listen to, to me me <laughs> and taking part of this podcast, man. I guess I will have to w officially a member now. I guess you have your OTTR shirt shipped out to you in the mail, express mail maybe. Hopefully, right. whenever that we get some t shirts up and running, which which we're gonna need you, the listeners, please support support hashtag support. O T T R hashtag O T T R hashtag support local podcasts hashtag off the top ropes hashtag off the top ropes podcast you can find us on Spotify Breaker Radio Public Podcast um and of course the Anchor form right here the one that we're using right now and Spotify please check us out, man. Check out the previous episodes, man. I'm telling you. And then the more concerts that we're going to keep creating besides these recaps, which we already got the, um, the WrestleMania Fantasy Dream card, which we got to explain the rules to you, crew crew. So this is going to take a lot of research for you. Um, You know, we'll explain mm-hmm. that. So we got more shows to come, man. Keep listening. Keep in tune, man. Keep sponsoring. Keep keep bookmarking. Keep keep adding. Just keep... Let's just freaking grow, Game it. Um Support. Yes. Crew, you got any, You, know, you got any shout outs that you want to do before we dip?
1: Nah. Shout out to everybody going through this right now, and we're gonna get through this. And you know, continue to support and continue to support local podcasts. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yes, sir. And um he kinda of took the words out of my mouth too. But shout out to Anchor. Shout out to everyone going through this rough time right now. I know it's tough. Um, For the viewers at home Due to the COVID-19 situation Wash your hands, wash your ass Eat good, do better Love your kids, love your girl Love your family, all that good stuff And um, Keep supporting us Keep listening to these episodes And as one beloved daytime talk show Host once told me and once told y'all Back in the day Which crew, you can say this last part I don't care Take care of yourself and each other.